Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Miss you, man. I miss you, man. Meow. Hey. Yep. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Funny how we're back, aren't we, Lonnie? You and me. Back and better than ever, I reckon. I think so. I think so. That darn podcast, as they'll call us after this. <laughs> right? Let's hope so. Oh. Now, Lonnie, what's the show usually about? Dylan, this show is called I Miss You, Man. Normally, we pick a topic. could be anything. Life, pop culture, and everything in between is our remit, so pretty broad. Mm. Um, but for this special miniseries, we sort of centred in on a very important topic, I think you'd all agree. The most important. Exactly. It's the filmography of Christina Ricci, Oi Oi Oi, our favourite actor. Uh, and this, this week we've reached the pinnacle, I might say. The one we were always looking forward to. <laughs> well, it really is, I'd, Dylan. I'd say what's prompted us to pull the trigger on doing this actual series. <laughs> it's the title that everyone's been waiting for. That Barn Cat. Yes, yes. But I think when we looked up a filmography, we were like, okay, Adam's Family, all right, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Heard that's pretty good. You know, Monster later on, okay, Oscar, Oscar-worthy mm. movie, sure. Okay, that's fair enough. Is it worth doing a whole series about, though? And then what do we see? Smack bang in the middle of 1997. That Barn Cat. Absolutely. And, like, the part alone, sure. Then we looked into it a little bit longer. We saw it had a 13% rating, Rotten Tomatoes, and then, yes, we had to watch this one. Absolutely, absolutely. And she's hit the big time in this movie, Lonnie. Disney, baby! Disney, baby, that's right. And she's actually leading the movie, which is good, because the last few we watched of hers, she's been in smaller roles. Yeah, she gets top billing here. Yeah, fair enough. Over Dougie Doug. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) And Michael McKean, and... Yeah, bloody Biff from Back to the Future. Peter Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> Big cast, actually. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon? Well, we haven't... We've been watched this film earlier and we haven't talked about it at all. Dylan no. made me swear that I wouldn't say anything about it. <laughs> no. So, it's, can I say now, Dylan, what, what I thought? Let loose, my friend. I'm going to say this, Dylan. The critics are wrong. This film was a delight. It was fun, wasn't it? Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell? I thought it was fine. It was oh, I hated it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not a world beater, but it's, it's a bit silly, but it's pretty charming, isn't it? No. It's funny. No, it's not. It's, it's objectively not funny. It's nice... anti-humour. <laughs> there are some outrageous stunts, and it's kind of a good old time. No. Anyway, let's. This is good. This is exactly what I wanted. Two differing opinions, Lonnie. All right. Okay. Mm. I'll agree with you on this. 
This film has the greatest opening of any film I've ever seen in my whole life. Because we got... (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. We got that Disney logo playing. It's like the classic 90s one where it's like... And then it's overlaid by cat noises. (laughs) And then this song just plays and it's just like... Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And it keeps that quality all throughout. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It drops off right quick. It does. Because... The fucking the opening credits, Lonnie, before they can even finish, mm-hmm. we are hit with so much plot. <laughs> we, we, we have a rich family who has a maid who's kidnapped by people. We meet Christina's character, who's you know a bit of a goth, bit of an outcast in a small town. Mm, you know yeah. how it is. She's doing her basic uh, character that she does. <laughs> in most yeah. Of the movies. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They saw Adam's family are like, oh, get her for this. Yeah. yeah. Little kid who can play it like she hates life. That's the one. Oh, yeah, Casper. Yeah, that's the one we'll do. Yeah. Yeah, Copy absolutely. Paste. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And uh, we also meet her cat called DC. Mm. Stands for the darn cat. <laughs> yeah? What's your problem? No. Don't call your cat that. So, Dylan, are you a cat person? No, I hate cats. Well, there we go. Hey, I'm a, I'm a very much a cat person, so... Maybe that saved me from not hating the film. But I wanted more of the cat, if anything, Lonnie. <laughs> it wasn't really about the cat, was well, it? Okay, so the, the plot is, as you mentioned, there's a kidnapping. Yeah. Rich person, their maid gets kidnapped. They kidnap the wrong person, though, unfortunately. They are going for the, the wife. The I wife, think. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and then that's in Boston, and then they've, for some reason, the, <laughs> they take the... The person back to their little small town, Edgefield, I think is must be like an hour or two outside of Boston. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the cat is always getting into trouble and every night goes out for a little wander around the neighbourhood and does regular cat things like annoying the dog and getting into mischief and happens upon the, the kidnapped lady and the kidnapped lady puts her watch around the cat's neck and then um, the cat goes back to Christina and Christina's like, oh my God, this must be part of the kidnapping yeah, immediately, yeah. immediately connects the watch to this photo <laughs> of the kidnapped maid in a newspaper. Yeah. And so I don't think... No, Lonnie, no, don't you dare. <laughs> I don't even think Batman could have picked up on that connection this fast. Sherlock Holmes would be jealous of Christina Ritchie's detective <laughs> skills in this film. What about um, Detective Chimp? Maybe? Uh, no, he could have done it faster. That's <laughs> my okay, boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, come on, mate. That was... <laughs> So then she um, gets the FBI involved, obviously. She, that's what you do as a, as a kid. Oh, for sure, yeah. And they, there's basically a farcical sort of romp from there on where they they follow the cat, all the FBI follow the cat on a, on its journey to find out where the cat maybe found this this thing and maybe leading them to the person. And it's very much like a small town film as well, like lots of quirky characters in the small town that all sort of interact and it's kind of the cat takes the, everyone on a journey around town. Oh, yeah, then, we... Yeah, as you as you might imagine, things escalate and then they yeah spiral but, out of control. Yeah, basically until the very end when it's all okay again. So oh, yeah. it has to be, has to be. But yeah, no, as you mentioned, so many quirky characters, mm-hmm. so many so many fun people to be around, Lonnie, <laughs> in this film. 
you just got the classic old couple just mm-hmm. running a shop in the like, small town. Mm-hmm. You've got two rival mechanics. That was pretty fun. I didn't mind that. One of them yeah. was paid by John Ratzenberger. Yep, and then Mark Christopher Lawrence as the other opposite. They like, have mechanic, mechanic shops that across from each other and they're always uh, fighting over customers and getting the best deal for the customers. And sabotaging each other. Yeah, I've written here, Dylan, that there are two mechanics who are in a war but also secretly love each other. Oh, I like him. I mean, there's definitely some sexual tension, <laughs> intentional okay. or not. That's that's the question that we all must ask ourselves. But you know, <laughs> yes. And you, you didn't like uh, Tom Wilson, Biff from Back to the Future. Well, I mean, it's just it's fine. Yeah, Is that just Biff's new job after he's reformed? Because <laughs> that's what it seems like. I didn't quite understand. Like they weren't cops; they were just like security security guards yeah. for the town, I, I guess. For the whole town, yeah. yeah. Weird. Very weird, especially when they're inept and they are yeah. very bad at their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. And there's like this butcher lady as well mm-hmm. who's in love with Biff. So she just like leaves pork chops and lamb chops out for him to find at night. Yeah, and that was weird. And Christina quite rightly points out to her later, she's like, you've got to talk to the guy. You can't just leave food on his yeah. doorstep. She's like running away from town because she's upset because he didn't make the connection that him finding random pork chops in the middle of the night means that his local butcher is in love with him. Mm. Yeah. Everyone needs to grow a brain in this film. Yeah. Except Christina. Her character's brain is as big as it gets. <laughs> she's taken up everyone else's Yeah. Yeah. She's like, fucking, she's sucking in all the intelligence of this town around her, Lonnie. <laughs> speaking of Christina, which we tend to do on this show um we mentioned that she's like the loner outcast she's the one with dark hair and all the other girls have blonde hair and they're all preppy and she's all reading books alone sort of thing classic yeah very much t- following on from her on-screen sister winona Ryder from the 80s mm, um, from absolutely. mermaids um i kind of thought though in this film there was potentially perhaps not intentional but potentially <laughs> you can read mm. into it that they're sort of playing with that a little bit, like subverting it to an extent where she's like putting it on almost to annoy her mum. You know, like when teens go through a, a golf stage or whatever and it's everyone sort of knows they're doing it just to be annoying. Mm, and yeah. It's not like her as a character. That's her in inherently to herself. Maybe she was sort of, she did it, and I think kind of with the idea that she'll annoy her mum for a bit. And her dad kind of was like, all right, let's, let's go along with this just to annoy mum a little bit, you know? Yeah, good old Michael McKean. Yeah, he was, he was great. Oh, yeah, I've loved him ever since I watched Better Call Saul. Yeah, he Appreciated so much, him more. So much good stuff over the years, lots of comedy roles. And I thought he brought a lot of warmth and intelligence to that small role, like the, the, the stereotypical dad role. I thought he sort of made it made it a little bit brighter than normal. What do you, what do you think of that? You said he brought intelligence to the role? Yeah. So he gets a cigar at one point, doesn't he? Gets gifted a cigar and he goes to smoke it in the car. Yeah. And his wife's like, no, no smoke, no smoking that stuff in my car, boy. And he's like, um, all right, what do I do? She's like, walk home. She's like, okay. Have it when you're home, Michael McKean. Smoke the cigar later. Go home to your massive house, maybe go on the balcony or... Back deck or something, yeah. No, I, uh, I meant his performance brought intelligence rather than the, the character itself, Dylan. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Bad movie. 
Uh, I was just going to mention as well with Christina when she's being the lunar outcast. I did appreciate that she can just be an outcast, and that's okay in this film. Think back to Casper where they like they threw a camera in her face when she's walking to school, <laughs> put it on yeah. the news. This friend, yeah. this teenager has no friends. <laughs> well, she didn't. Well, she had a friend eventually. It's factual. She had a friend who was a ghost boy. Not okay. Not and then okay. she has a friend who's an adult man. Mm. Yeah, just Dougie in Dougie. this movie. He's funny, yeah. right? He's good. No. What do you think about him, like getting in the mind of the cat and slinking around? I thought that was really funny. That was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. I thought. You messing with me? Is no, this a prank? I thought it was funny when he was like, <laughs> "Is this an actual joke?" He's going from street Ashton to street. Ashton where are you? <laughs> Am I getting punked? I thought it was funny. I thought he was. No, funny. Lonnie. He's getting cat mode. No. Okay, what about this? At the end where um, the, the baddies have, have captured everybody and they've tied them up. They even tied the cat in a burlap sack with a little... Yeah, that was pretty good. That was yeah, good, that was right? pretty good. Yeah, that was funny. Right. That's like one of the only jokes I did more. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, and we just, um, we, we always go to see what the great man Roger Ebert thought. Um, he didn't seem to have written a paper, like a newspaper review, but this was on um, Ebert and Siskel's worst films of 1997 on mm. the TV show. We just watched a clip of them talking about it, didn't we, Dylan? Uh, what'd they say? I don't want to say, Lonnie. Well, they, weren't, they weren't impressed, basically. No, no, yeah. they weren't. Um, which surprises me because I thought, well, you know, Roger doesn't get everything right. <laughs> He's right on this occasion, though. I don't know. Oh. He did point out that Christina is pretty much, um, when she's holding the cat, the cat's trying to jump out of her arms the whole time. Oh, I mean, that's, that's just yeah, cat's any movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. I liked all the cat stuff, but as I said, I'm a cat person. Um, I, I thought it was kind of quirky and, and fun. I, I just had a good time with it, Dylan. I just don't think that cat's as different from a normal cat that he deserves to be called a darn cat. Like, he, mm. he hasn't earned that title long. <laughs> like, for up. the most part, he's just acting like a normal cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't do anything that's, you know, very incredible or anything like that. He just goes out at night most of the time. Yeah, I, I pay that. About. Yeah. 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 I mean... Not on. <laughs> the critics weren't kind. As we said, 13% were on tomatoes. But I wonder as well, Dylan, this, this is like a remake of a 1960s film. Mm. Um, from Disney, which was quite well received back in the in the day, apparently. It's also based on a kids' book. Uh, I don't know if people were comparing it to the original and 
you know, it is kind of a it's a cheap nineteen nineties remake, you know, of Disney films where not a whole lot of money's gone into it. Maybe that is part of the reason why it's not well received. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dean Jones, who's the lead in that, he was the uh, the the guy whose maid was kidnapped in this. Yeah, who who might be the president or something, or just someone really important who's also going broke. No, no, not going broke. He is broke. Yeah. He has no money. <laughs> yeah. He said even if his wife was actually kidnapped, he couldn't pay the ransom. <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit of a, a farce in that sense, isn't it? A bit of a, a bit of romp, a bit of a good time. Mm-hmm. 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 No, it was not. No, no, no. Um, so you've been stewing all week, have you? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I think I watched it on like... I can't remember when I watched it. What day did I send you the message? Whatever. I watched it on a day this week. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> okay. And I got... I was just... I was struggling through the whole thing. And I just... I think about... I think about halfway through the chase at the end mm. where like the mechanics are shooting each other with paintballs. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, the kidnap maid makes her fifth bad joke about Peter Ball's driving mm. um, and with a cat fucking show or whatever it is, starts going crazy. Um, I, I think I really experienced an existential crisis at that point. <laughs> like I just thought, like if there, if there is a God and he did for whatever reason put us as a species on this earth, it was not so we would make this movie. Jesus Christ. It really wasn't, and I, it was it certainly wasn't meant for us to see it, Lonnie. Like, <laughs> I think uh, I think this has put us on a, a a worse path in life. Like, I think there was a branch. Yeah. Okay. There was a fork in the road. Was if if we see that darn cat, or if we don't, and now we've seen it, I think we're worse off. There's no going back, eh? I don't think so. I don't think so. I've I've heard and read some pretty um, cutting remarks in my time, Dylan. But someone saying that humanity wasn't supposed to make this film is, is up there. It's just a simple fact, Bonnie. It's a simple fact of life. Like this, just the writing's just terrible. It really is. No. Like at the end, like she see she's her mate, the old FBI agent, Dougie Doug, you know, mm-hmm. and she's with her new friends. And she goes off and they're like, wow, the FBI. And then one of the kids is like, man, I'm happy if I see a fire truck. What What does that mean? What does that mean, Lonnie? What line is that? I thought that was a funny line. Why is it funny, though? Explain, please. <laughs> Do you think... I mean, I can't explain it. It just, it just it was funny to me. And then... We didn't mention this, but, like, during the chase, like, lots of shenanigans happen. Peter Boyle's the bad guy, by the way. Mm. Thought it might have been the first time he ever played a decent bloke, but no. No, he's always <laughs> a bit of an edge to him, isn't there? Yeah, a bit of a shithead always, isn't mm. it? Yeah. But, like, they run into a hearse, <laughs> and then the coffin falls out, and then a lady's like, it's not him? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? It's humorous. And why is it humorous? Oh. Why would it not be him? <laughs> <laughs> Why would it not be the dead person that it's meant to be, though? This is sincerely broken you, hasn't it, Dylan? I don't understand! When you were watching this film, Dylan, were you watching it but then also found yourself floating at the top of the 
of the ceiling and watching yourself watch it? Yes, okay. yes. As I said, the existential crisis hit hard, Monty. <laughs> You're still not quite sure where you are internally, are you? No, I'm broken. You're broken. <laughs> this movie broke me. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do this. But what about the fact that Christina, she begins the film by... She was bad in this. I'm sorry, no, everyone. Good. I'm sorry. No, she was good. No, she wasn't. And it's not a dig at her. Everyone was bad in it. Like Dougie Doug, Michael McKean, John Ratzenberger, Peter Boyle, Biff. What are you all doing? But she begins the film by giving a speech to her class about how much the town sucks. And then as it goes on, she's like, oh, wow, there's more going on in this town than I thought. That was kind of a good... Only when she was causing chaos. <laughs> I suppose so. Where DC was causing Chaos. No, he wasn't though. That's the problem. It wasn't that darn cat. <laughs> it was that darn little girl that makes friends with the FBI agent. That darn trying Christina. Trying to find a hey? kidnapped maid. And by the way, <laughs> when she actually finds the maid, like she can physically see her and knows where she is. She calls Dougie Doug. And she literally says, I've found her. I've found the maid. And Dougie Doug's like, shut up. You're <laughs> in trouble. But like, that's been, not what you do. She's been lying before, though, you know? But why would she lie saying she's literally found the person now? Is that not worth a look in? On an FBI case about a kidnapped missing person? Yeah, at least when the cops around, hey? Why is there an FBI branch in this small town? I thought they were in Boston and they were coming down all the time. But maybe not. I don't know. Get it out. This is one of our most divergent opinions, I think. Even Goofy and Speedmaster. Mm. I'm just gonna say we we we're on mainly on the same page on those two compared to this. Yeah. Yeah. Bad film. Nah. No. Why do you think that? I thought it was fun. Why though? Why is it fun? I thought it was a good time. A little bit oh. of a, a bit of caper. Okay, I think this is going to be the last of Christina's films that are like, well, at least for a while, uh, that are sort of dumb kids' films, though. So I think she's moving into the adult realm soon. Well, this is her one and only Disney film ever. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So what's that mean? <laughs> yeah, loss, I think. Christina, why'd you do this movie? Yeah. I actually want answers you from her. Do. I demand it. I think it's a good film. I think it's fine. Uh... Delightful. <laughs> Deshiteful, more like. <laughs> okay. As in a big pile of poo-poo, and I did not like it. Okay. Well, should we wrap up then while, while you're still saying Yeah, it? we're on the socials. Rate us five stars or yeah. whatever. Please do. I miss you, man. <laughs> Please get in touch about your opinion of that darn cat. It's on don't. Disney Plus, so you can all watch it and get don't in touch with it. us. Don't watch it. Please don't. Have a little, little, that, that darn cat. We can have a follow-up no. episode, maybe, and we can get our... No, never again. Get our listeners in, maybe no. chat about it a little... Stop this! <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I think uh, next up is Ice Storm, which is kind of like a family drama from the 1990s. I think it's going to be... I'm looking forward to it. It's um, one I haven't really heard about before, and I think it's going to be really good. What's it about? <laughs> I think it's a family getting together at, like, Thanksgiving and, like, secrets and stuff, so... Oh, that's right. This is the, the Kevin Klein, Toby Maguire... Elijah Wood. I want to say Ang Lee's the director. I'm just going to check that. 
Yeah, sounds awesome. Scorny yeah. Weaver. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good, I think. Oh, please. <laughs> please be good. Well, Roger gave it two thumbs up, Dylan. So that's going to look oh, no. interested, I think. Budget 18 million, box office eight. Oh, no. Uh, un- overlooked gem, perhaps. A bit like uh, that dumb cat in that sense. A little floppy flop, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Mark, for the themes, Gene. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mark. I'm, I'm, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Bye. He's broken. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.